Hello and welcome to the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast, the podcast that guarantees all your hopes and dreams will come true by the end of the episode or your next podcast is free. Act now. Tell your that's, friends. That's a guarantee. Opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> oh, next podcast is free. That is that is a real opportunity. It's true. Uh, so Matt, give me something to go on for roll call this week. I, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, John, you are the Mr. Garibaldi of the podcast. Okay. Dylan is the Virkoto. Uh, Charlie is the Londo, as usual. Uh, Charlie is the Londo Malari of the podcast. Shit, yeah. <laughs> And I guess that makes me Jakar because sooner or later we're going to end up strangling each other. Sounds good. Wow, that's that's not uh, that's not far off, actually. I think that's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, if I were if I wanted to be anyone, I it would be Londo Malari. I I agree. It's Babylon Five. Yeah. I, I, See, here's the thing. I watched yeah, like the Babylon Five movie way back, way really? back when. But uh, that's you know, I was, I was probably like a teenager when it was on, so I don't remember a fucking thing. Yeah, about it. Babylon. I, the the saddest part about Babylon Five, the writing is, in my estimation at least, tremendous. But it was produced during an era when CGI was in its infancy. Um, well, so in in general, it's a very in general, it's a very '90s show. It's 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 worth watching as a as a time capsule of '90s science fiction. Yeah, I think the problem the problem I had with it is I want to say it used to come on after Deep Space. It used to come on after some program that was syndicated on Fox that I watched. Mm. Probably DS. Um, probably DS. And I just remember like, oh, well, this is this is kind of like Star Trek, but. Not, like it felt at the time having only seen having mainly seen like next generation and mostly deep space nine it just felt like a cheap rip off of star trek and i never got into watching it like well, well time to turn off the tv it is now worth watching it is definitely more dated oh i'm sure it is not like, in a bad way it's more dated than star trek in that it is definitely more firmly tied to the era i mean and and yeah. here's the thing ds9 is is Maybe easy, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Star Trek franchise. It is my favorite, personally. However, I will say that I, I think, other than other than visual effect, I, visual effects, I think Babylon Five is superior to it. I uh, would not go that far. I would. I really, really enjoyed Babylon. 5. I, I, I really. Other than would. other than the fifth season, which was very hit or miss. Because it was unexpected, they didn't think they would yeah, actually. Yeah, they, they up collapsed the season. seasons four and five into season four. So the la- the last season, other than having an episode written by Neil Gaiman, which is a very good episode, um, not not a great not a great season, but man, such a good show. Everyone should watch it. I oh. that, that's that's going to be my recommendation. Then, damn it. Okay, well. Stay tuned for that. Um, Stay tuned for the thing you know is about to happen. Yep. Um, but how and what will be said? That is what you will stay tuned for. Yeah, just yeah, a little, just a little house cleaning. That pretty much is the philosophy of Babylon Five. Um, it's you. You do see what's going to happen, but it's the getting there that that is the. The same thing happens with Dragon Ball Z because they tell you what's going to happen in the uh, next episode <laughs> review, like Ginyu is a frog. Oh fuck! Um, a little housekeeping, real quick. Um, I was sick all this past week, so I haven't done shit for anything. Thanks um, for which... passing that along, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> and I can send you guys at home some phlegm if you'd like to experience it for yourselves. Um, <laughs> but uh, we will have some MTAC content coming this week. I've already got uh, our interview with Martin Bellany, aka Lil Karibo, uh in the hopper, and also gonna try and get uh the one with his wife marianne miller up this week as well so you guys can be looking forward to that um so sorry we've been a little bit behind we'll try and catch up and we've also got uh momocon coming up uh memorial day weekend and hamacon two weeks after that so you guys will be 
uh, and in content for uh, for some time to come now. So mm-hmm. that'll be good. And I also have to work on my panels for Hamacom this week because I meant to do that last week. But as I said, I was sick, so I didn't get a fucking thing done. Um, yeah, it happens. And in terms of not getting things done, that also means I didn't get any show planning done for this week done at all, so we're just going to completely wing it. Um, I want to start off, however... Business as usual. Yeah, I want to start off, however, by uh, saluting uh, one Andre Rommel Young. Uh, started off getting his, his doctorate in, music- in musicology, and uh, this week became a billionaire because uh, Dr. Dre sold Beats by Dre to Apple for like $3 billion. Really? Yep. It's kind of a weird thing because Apple, I, from what I understand, doesn't tend to buy a lot of companies. Like, well, everybody just, else was doing it, so they they caved to peer pressure. Well, I think part of what it is is you know the uh, the Beats model is similar to the Apple model. They release a product, then they release it in every color under the rainbow, and everybody buys it because you know they're fashionable and. I, I, I assume they're good headphones when I reused them, but you know it's 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 certainly a status symbol kind of thing. Yeah. So you know, match your iPhone to your to your Beats headset. Um, it, it seems right up their alley. Here's what I want to happen. Um, as as folks may know, um, Dr. Dre knows how to party, as does the state of California, uh, particularly in L.A. Watts and Compton. Um. <laughs> And speaking of L.A., what I want Dre to do, and this works on a couple of different fuck you levels, <laughs> I want Dre to be the lead investor, like the majority owner. I want him to put in for the L.A. Clippers. And there's two major fuck you reasons why I want him to do this. The first one is obvious, because uh, it would be an African-American buying the Clippers uh, out from Donald Sterling, you know, who noted racist. Um, so that would be one thing. The other thing I want want this to happen is because you guys may not know this, but a few years ago when they moved the New Jersey Nets to Brooklyn, um, Jay-Z owned like a 1% share, but he made like a huge deal out of it. Like, oh, Jay-Z is, you know, buying the Nets, you know, even though he owned 1% more than you or I did. Wait, yeah. wait, Jay-Z made a huge deal about a minimum amount of effort that yes, he put that into is, something? that is correct. So I, w- I want Dre to, like, full-out own the Clippers. <laughs> He's got the money to do it. Like, I-, I want that to be, oh, oh, that's cute, Jay-Z bought 1% of the team. I'm the fucking majority owner. Fuck off, Jay-Z. I, I support this idea. Like, in, in, in every way, I just want Dr. Dre to tell Jay-Z to fuck off in some way, shape, or form. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um. Anyway, uh, so so congrats to congrats to Dre. I mean, honestly, he's he's earned it. He he literally came up from the streets, yo. Well, okay, yeah, true. Um. Do you guys see that? Uh, what Nintendo's next master stroke to uh, get themselves back on track is? Um. Is it a peripheral you play with your feet? Uh, no. They already have that. No. But maybe it's a peripheral you play a different way with your feet. <laughs> no, it is... Or maybe uh, it's a peripheral you play with other parts. No, it's a peripheral that you put uh, figures on. They're jumping on the uh, Skylanders bag bandwagon after Disney's already done it. Oh. oh, wait a minute. What is this? I don't know that I've heard about this yet. Um, is it, it Pokemon? It's going to be Pokemon is one of the things they're going to do. They're also going to do like other Nintendo licenses. Oh, I thought you were still fucking with me. No, Seriously? for real. That that kind of thing actually has become pretty big, but it's usually kind of its own independent thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. not that I mean like Skylanders or, or Skylanders Disney Infinity really or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, like that's we aren't into really them, big. but that's because we don't have kids. Yeah, it, it is a it is a legitimate thing, but I just I, I'm skeptical because they're like the third major player in in this market. Well, yeah. I, I think part of it depends on the gameplay and the and and maybe a little more importantly in getting kids to jump on board is the licenses. I well, don't. Sh- 
the characters, I, I don't know how important that's going to be. Yeah, see, that's that's where I think that that Disney is at an advantage because you know they're putting they've the Disney the characters, characters yeah. and the Marvel characters. They, they can put out shit. a shitty game, but they've got the characters to suck in the kids. No, we don't yeah. necessarily know it's a bad game. We just know, you know. Well, I, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be a good one. Drew. Yeah, I, I don't know. Nintendo could have is a bad one. I'm just saying that it doesn't have to be a good. one. Did they say what this would work with? Is this only a Wii U thing, or is it like uh, 3DS a, and Wii U? 3DS and Wii U. I don't know. Having owned a 3DS for a little while, I will say that they do some cool stuff with it. Um, you know, like I am not building my life around the concept of Street Pass, but it is pretty cool to uh, take it to a convention and get stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. They could do some interesting things with it being on 3DS. You know, things that, um, by its very nature, like Infinity or Skylanders may not be able to do being multi-platform. Nintendo's made some really odd moves. Um, uh, like, some stuff I'm kind of in favor of. They've they've done a weird... They've become weirdly accepting of, like, the Smash community, which is fine, because they were weirdly pushing them off for the the longest time so yeah i'm i'm okay with that i'm okay with them doing like tournament modes for mario kart um, i think the way you explain them accepting like the the tournament play smash community is you know my first reaction to that news was like well yeah it makes sense that you can cater to more than one group this is a thing that is possible you know? Yeah, but they were they were so assholeish. Like last year, they, you know, they they almost didn't have an event at Evo because Nintendo didn't yeah. want to get it streamed. They they wanted their cut. And now they've they figured it out. They've gotten on board the way that you know Capcom and Namco and everybody else does it. So yeah. Hmm. Um, speaking of the 3DS, uh, there is a rumor floating around that uh, the Attack on Titan 3DS game may uh, see a stateside release, which would be nice. And it makes sense. Huh. Yes, because the show's on Toonami now. You know, people like money. People it's, do like money. It's the strangest, craziest thing, but, you know. They, wild, man, wild. They tend to do things that will get them more money. Like, print a very popular, you know, or publish a very popular game. Or hmm. a game for a very popular property. Yeah. Oh. So what? Okay. Wait, so what's the attack on? What's what's it going to be like? Anybody know what? No. Uh, I don't have the slightest fucking clue in terms hmm. of the actual gameplay. Extremely popular, no matter what. It's actually like that's that's what it's going to be I, like. I just remember having a discussion with with Kevin from the Awesome Cast, and I. I I seem to recall, I don't know if this is the consensus or not, but I certainly felt like the game should be like, if it could combine the best elements of um, Shadow of the Colossus and a Spider-Man game. Yes. That it would be possibly the most amazing video game in the history of ever. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You know, there's definitely a model for it to follow. Whether it does or not... But I, I subscribe to the Adam Sessler school of licensed uh, video games. They're probably going to suck. Yeah, yeah, they are going to they're going to ride on the coattails of the popularity of the franchise or the of the property. So they're going to put forth minimum effort in a game because they don't have to put forth effort. That's I mean that that's not really a fair assumption here, but it is an entirely likely possibility. Yes. Well, it is a game that is ostensibly is already completed and out in Japan. I just, yes. you know, I, I haven't kept up with it because it's in Japan and I don't import games because it costs money and then it's a crapshoot about whether or not it comes over and then people get mad because they actually, you know, adapted the game, uh, you know, for uh, a Western market. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what we wanted in the first place. <laughs> that's what we claimed we wanted. Oh. Let's, let's be clear. True. We just want something to complain about. Exactly. You have hit the nail on the head. Indeed. We are cranky old men. Speaking of stuff to complain about, Dylan, uh, they canceled community. <laughs> Your thoughts? Um, you know, I still like. I've seen some some. I haven't really seen that much fan outrage over this, but honestly, we got five seasons. That's more than I thought we were gonna get, 
and I would like to see more, but I understand that, you know, hey, we got five seasons and it was pretty cool. So I'm not angry. Yeah. Um, well, no, and plus, and I was talking to, to John about this, this earlier. I actually think that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like five seasons is a freaking lot of episodes to work through. Granted, it's a comedy and, you know, it's not like, you know, watching Star Trek or something. But um, I definitely uh, think that, for example, the reason why I've watched Firefly and not something like Babylon 5 or Stargate or whatever is because there was one season of Firefly. So, Do you know, you know how many seasons Babylon 5 has? Four, as you mentioned five. it? Five. Five. Still, it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you're going in with no knowledge <laughs> of the source material, it's a freaking lot, trust me. Um, you're like, so how many episodes do I actually have to watch of this before I even have a freaking clue what's going on? How All how many them. episodes do I have to watch before I care? You know, the 40 hours in. That's when it gets good. In that sense, like, um, I'm kind of cool. Like, it didn't jump the shark. It's pretty accessible. Eh. And I know a lot of people have talked about, and I don't know the likelihood of this, but, you know, there's been a lot of people talking about, like, well, you know, Netflix could always pick it up, kind of like they did Arrested Development, which I guess would be cool because the season of Arrested Development that was on Netflix did some crazy things that you couldn't do if you were a weekly show, you know, on, on network TV. It's made for binge, you know, like marathoning. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if Netflix did pick them up for six seasons in a movie, they could do some really cool stuff, but... That seems like speculation at this point, and we got five seasons that I'm okay with it. Um, my here's my theory. My theory is that uh, NBC will fuck up uh, their next season worth of shows so badly that they'll have to bring it back. Yeah, well, I mean, there have been a <laughs> lot of other shows that have been canceled, you know, because you know, in these round of announcements. So that's entirely possible. Not just community, but probably other shows. Yeah, I, I'm just saying NBC has been incredibly incompetent at uh, producing new shows over the last several years. So mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to say it's the curse of Sam Waterston, but... But it's the curse of Sam Waterston. Yeah. But he did swear vengeance. True. This is a thing we know. Yes. They went over to the newsroom and... I don't know. HBO's doing great. Just yeah. saying. They got Game of Thrones. What you got, NBC? You got <laughs> nothing. The fifth largest network now. Meanwhile, you got, you got nothing going on. And, and meanwhile, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got renewed. Yes, it did. Uh, to be fair, though, about Community. like a spinoff. Well, what is it? How does a spinoff get another spinoff that quick? Well, I think they're doing like the Agent Carter thing. It, which it's is, Agent Carter. Yeah. Oh. Which is, you know, like, 40s Captain America era shit, so... Yeah, huh. that's that's been... Yeah, it seems like going. a lot of continuity to have to, to manage. A lot of continuity. Hey. I mean, there's a 50-year gap, so it's enough to kind of... It's comics, somebody can make up something to retcon it oh. if they need to. You know? Well, not only, not only that, but it's not like there's, you know, some sort of existing continuity that they can work off of or anything. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, they are doing that, and it sounds pretty cool. I, hmm. I still have not started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet, but I'll need to eventually. Or you'll lose all your credibility. I uh, never had any to begin with. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but... Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to wait until the season finale next uh, that comes out on Tuesday to uh, really give any solid thoughts. But I've enjoyed this season so far. It's It's been hit and miss, but yeah, I've enjoyed it for the most part. Hmm. Um, I, I think some of the stuff that they did you know, with the whole Hydra thing, it, it, it gave the show a little bit more... Oomph, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, at first you're like, okay, where where are they going with this? It's like, oh, okay, I, you know, this that's fine. I can go. I can get in with this. Hmm. Um. Pew, pew, 
Boo. Um, you guys see they're doing a uh, Power Rangers movie that's supposed to be a reboot of uh, Mighty Morphin. Yep. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. yep. No. Yep. Lionsgate, the people responsible for uh, such cinematic classics as Twilight and uh, Divergent. You had to look that up. Did, oh, yeah, no, I, I do remember them mentioning that. Like, oh, yeah. how is that even in the same uh, class as, uh, you know, Special McSpecialson meets a vampire and Special McSpecialson uh, finds out she's extra special on the... Well, now it's five Special McSpecialsons all get, you know, special powers and yeah. go out and fight Rita Repulsa, I guess. Wow. Maybe they'll maybe they'll have Zed to start with instead. I I don't know, man. I I like Barbara Goodson. She's a really nice lady. I'd like to see her get some more work. That's true. I do wonder yeah. if they're gonna pull in any of because I I don't know if this is gonna be like a gritty reboot or if they're actually gonna try to keep the it's same. Supposed to be gritty. Is the current rumor really? Uh, because everything yeah. is these days. But here's the thing: I because hear that everything is. Gritty I hear that Jason flares. I hear that uh, Jason David Frank really likes money, so he might show up in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> but I think they're gonna recast. I mean, obviously they have oh, to recast. Yeah. recast. I just hope they reuse the suits from the first movie. That would be nice, wouldn't just it? Just to piss off the fans. <laughs> you know, there are here's fans who do not like the suits from the first movie because, you know, they actually look like, you know, not cheap, crappy spandex. Yeah. Isn't that the whole point of, of that entire genre of shows is everything is cheap and crappy? That's kind of true. I feel, and this is this has kind of come up in the last couple of things we've mentioned, but here here's a public service announcement for you fans out there who are, who are angry about this. Um, you don't just have to be angry about things. You you can also enjoy them too, or just be indifferent and be like, "Well, I liked my thing. This thing there's isn't always, for me, but that's also okay." Yeah, there's always going to be part of that. That's cruel to say that. There's always going to be part of a fandom that hates everything. True. I think there is a fandom for hating everything. That's called the Sonic fandom. It's called the internet. And listen, the Sonic fan doesn't have much to celebrate. Let's be honest. Aww. I mean, it's it's been a long, tough road since, you know, Sonic CD came out. Yeah. Yeah. This, it may be the longest funeral in uh, video game history. Right. I mean... It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's been a long-wasting illness for Sonic, and he's he's not quite in the ground yet, but... I, I want to say this This was on Game of Thrones, I saw this, maybe it was something else, but you know, they were doing like the whole, you know, they're setting somebody down the river and they're going to light him on fire while he's drifting out there, but like the guy misses, you know, five or six times and somebody else takes the bow and arrow and fires one off, <laughs> you know, when wow. they're halfway down the river, like that's how, that's what I feel like is happening to Sonic now, like they're, they're just chasing him down with, you know, a torch and you know whatever arrows that they can fashion while they're running. <laughs> like that's how many hits and misses they've had. <laughs> oh, gotta go fast. <laughs> anyway, oh. so Mighty Morphin Power Rangers new movie. I, yeah. I mean, it kind of has become cliche to say, "Oh, you know, Hollywood's scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point." Oh, they're ruining my childhood. I my mean, childhood is already ruined, well, guys. Nostalgia has already, you know, they've already mined everything from the '80s. It's time to move on to the '90s. Damn right. It could be interesting, but it seems like really hard to make the Power Rangers gritty and like to actually reboot it and not just pull from existing uh, tokusatsu. Um, oh, there's a rumor that it may be films. There, there's a rumor that it may actually be one of the recent. May just be the adaptation of one of the recent series. Um, mm. I'm trying to remember which one. I'll have to. Look it up. Um, I, I think that uh, the Power Rangers should join with uh, Disney to do, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, Power Rangers kind of thing. Huh. Well, apparently they've already 
apparently they've already announced the what the adaptation of Kyo Ruger, which would be the closest recent series to the original. It's dinosaur themed too. Hmm. Um, but apparently they are adapting it as a series, so that wouldn't be it. Hmm. Well, I mean, at this point, it's all it all seems to be speculation. Everything I've heard. Like they've just said, this is Which, happening, not here's who's cast or here's, you know, so any of that stuff. Yeah, they they haven't really. Let's, we can all just say it's going to be awful. Let's. Yeah, we can mm. we can move on with our lives now. Yeah, um, we don't have to be angry about it. We don't say, oh, it's ruining my childhood. But we can we can all admit that making the Power Rangers gritty is pretty much necessarily going to make it awful. I'm just gonna throw this out here. I'm though. gonna if, hold out hope. I'm gonna hold out hope. You maybe that, maybe you'll have Peter Dinklage and Liam Neeson. <laughs> you okay. tell me. You tell me that if they don't put uh, it. That if they put Peter Dinklage and Liam Neeson in the new uh, Power Rangers movie, you wouldn't line up to see it on opening night because I know I fucking would. I would okay. be there. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. Would they you, play you Zordon and Alpha? I maybe yeah. I don't care. I don't know. Liam Neeson as as Zordon. Peter Dinklage. No, no. Uh, I got it. One. I got it. The new Power Rangers movie is going to be an Americanization of Akiba Ranger. Explain to me what that means. You really should look it up. Because, but Akiba Ranger is because he doesn't know. I'm not even sure if I kind can... of a parody of Sentai series. And they folded it in and made it official. It is ludicrously stupid. Better or worse than Shinesman? Okay. I have no basis for comparison. Okay. But wow, it's it, it's basically it's a fan it's fandom becomes Rangers. Is what it is. Wow, that does sound pretty awful. I think oh, I've seen a clip or two from that. It, it, what I've seen of it, it looks ludicrously hilarious. It, it is comedy, and it's it, it's been kind of folded in and made semi-official. Um, but it it's kind of aimed at the fandom, so to speak, rather than at at kids, you know. And that would be hilariously. That that would be hilarious if right if the movie was an adaptation of that. Yeah, I mean the only reason you would uh the only reason you would reboot the original Power Rangers if you were trying to cash in on nostalgia. So yeah, I don't don't think it's gonna be for kids. Mm. So there's gonna be some graphic alpha on Zordon. So I think there's gonna be people's spines getting ripped out. No, I don't mean like that. Someone's spine out of his body. I mean like PG thirteen instead of PG, not R instead. No, of- no, Chad. Chad wants it to be the Giver. It's I. I do. I do want to just rewind this conversation a bit to point out that this is the group that made the Twilight movies, and it is a movie about kids in high school. So next, yeah, just so awful. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just you know. Let's rewind for a minute and <laughs> just, you know, take that to heart. Let's, let's, I don't know. I'm going to be positive. That's that's fine. You be positive. I'll be realistic. Um, I, I'll be correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. That may be the first time Chad has said I'll be positive. And, yep. Yeah. Savor it. It's not going to happen again. Taste it. Taste <laughs> it. Piano, get on. I'm um, sorry. Um, <laughs> God damn. To the bridge. Where'd that? Where, where'd that? Get, can I take him to the bridge? Yes. Yeah, man. Take him, Bobby. He's just doing. Oh. oh. So good. <laughs> so, what have you guys been doing this week? I've been laying in bed. Um. Taking. Sniffling taking... and sneezing, thanks to you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm uh, no, I've been... up your arse, sir. Okay. <laughs> I get lubed up. <laughs> you know one. You know one thing I can do, uh, even when I'm on copious amounts of cold medicine, is play through Chrono Trigger. 
<laughs> I don't even know how, how the DS ended up in my hand. I don't know where it was or how it got there, but all of a sudden I was playing Chrono Trigger. I hadn't played this game in years. I couldn't fucking put it down. <laughs> I'm sure it's a trip on Colmas. <laughs> it really is. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Aaron, the main character's name is my name. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Wait, he is or he isn't your name? He, oh, he is. I always did that. Yeah, I, I always did that too. But you know, it, it's one of those you're a silent protagonist, so who fucking cares? You know, you you are the character essentially. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I ever did that in any game. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Because you're not a fucking fuck like me and Dylan. No, no, no. I just, no, I guess no, no. I don't, I don't have the ego of you and Dylan. It's not <laughs> that's, so right, that's what I mean. I want to put my name on the, 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 you know, the, the save game. Now, if the game decides to go on like, you know, Final Fantasy games, like Link to the Past, like whatever, and actually use that name in the, the middle of, of the game, or like the original Dragon Warrior, and use that in the game, then fine. But, you know... I don't always expect it to. Sometime it, sometimes it will be like Zelda 2 and not use a name at all, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Zelda 2. Zelda 2, the game I didn't really learn to appreciate until I got older and was able to get past the, hey, this isn't a Zelda game. No, it's not, but still a decent game. Man, it was so... It was actually the first game I played, so I didn't care if it was like anything else. I, again... I happily accepted Super Mario Brothers 2 for what it was, and clearly not a Mario game. Well, it was more a Mario game than Zelda 2 was a Zelda game, because it was True. still uh, a platformer. Yeah. I mean, it, it was literally not a Mario game in that, you know, they just slapped on the sprites, and yeah. Yeah. Well, they did take inspiration originally from it, so... True, but... Anyway, yeah, we're, we're really splitting hairs. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, you played a bunch of Chrono Trigger, and yeah, that, that, I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things where I hadn't played it in literally years, mm-hmm. and I feel like now I, I have such an appreciation for how good the pacing in this game is, um, hmm. because some something is always happening, and it's always leading you towards something, and. Even though I know, you know, how the game plays out, it's really interesting to go back and just kind of take it from square one and see how, because really it it subverts the whole you're going to save the princess trope. Because you do save the princess, but you save the princess in like the first 4 hours. Yeah, if that. And then, you know, you go and fight the big bad guy and something else happens. And, uh, you know, then a huge twist occurs and, you know, you go on and do other stuff from there. Uh, it, it just really has a brisk pace, though. And the fact that there aren't random encounters really allows it to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Um, it, it was really good. I think the fact that I played it over and over so many times, though, because New Game Plus and because, you know, all the different endings. Um, one... Like, I'm kind of spoiled on having to start over, too. I kind of see where, you know, all the, um, you know, you, you kind of see the man behind the curtain at that point where you're, uh, you know, you, you understand how the the different multiple endings and, and things work. And you're like, yeah, it's not as impressive as it was back then. I can I can still remember it. But to play it would probably ruin those memories. Hmm. Well, At least I, that's me. You know, I thought I was kind of done with the game, and then I picked it back up because I was like, "You, it's like I don't know if I really want to go back and and start all over without you know my save my my old SNES save game had like every character's attribute just double starred, maxed out. You know, there's nothing you could do to me, literally. To to you know, you could just put the game on autopilot. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's interesting to go back now as I'm older and understand how these games work a little bit better because uh, you know I was able to, to find a pretty easy exploit that you can use strategically to get through certain parts of the game because um, mm-hmm. it has an item that 
enrages the wearer, so you get buffs to attack and defense, but you can't control the character. But in large portions of the game, we're just fighting, you know, little scrub enemies. You don't really, you know, you're just hitting A to make them attack anyway. So you can just equip that item on two of your characters, have the third one as a healer, and just run through portions of the game without any problem or any challenge. Oh, wow. And uh, one of your characters, your your healer, also learns haste at one point, And your actions are kind of sped up when you're enraged anyway. So you cast haste on them, and they're just constantly attacking. Even at, you know, relatively low level. So it's it's kind of fun. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, like like I said, it's just things that I would have ignored when I was younger because, you know, I probably had a certain idea in mind of how I wanted to play the game. And oh, yeah. now it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can just try this. You know, I'm more willing to experiment now because I played the game and I understand, you know, the workings a little bit better. Hmm. Um, so that was a... Rather pointless trip down memory lane. Uh, anybody else have anything this week before we get to recommendations? Nope. Um, not really. Like I'm taking my last Ludum Dare game and trying to convert it to work with dual stick controls on the Fire TV, but I'm also trying to like rebuild a lot of it. So you know who will appreciate that? The Fire Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yes. I I don't expect to make any money off of it, but um, it will be interesting. Like now that I've now that I realized I can do it, I kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you have to do something just because you can. Yep. It's how it's how a lot of crimes get committed. I'm just That's saying. The words I live by. That that's how a lot of crimes get committed. Yep. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Be nice, Dylan. All right. So, uh, Chad, go ahead and recommend Babylon Five for us. Yep. I I would especially. Um, I I I would say when when you do start out, you do actually have to watch the pilot movie and the first season, which blow goats but there's so much so many concepts and things that are introduced and used later that um, yeah that is because there is nothing thrown, there of... is nothing thrown away no you, which is kind of sad because you you do have to sit through even the shitty episodes because there's stuff that's going to be used later but if you like it that's what's great about it is that you oh, really yeah, never, it's, you it's never really feel that there's a tolerable. an episodic yeah. throwaway. It's every even even something even an episode that seems like it's mostly episodic. They're gonna put something in the episode that is probably going to build on the overarching storyline over Which those first four pretty, seasons. Pretty much season one. It seems yeah. episodic, but everything isn't. And uh, okay, you can kind of probably skip. The Gathering, which is the pilot movie, because it changes up the cast so much. Because mm. they they had like you know two or three actors leave between the pilot and the series. Hmm. Yeah, and replaced them with largely identical characters, which is one of the other annoyances of the show. <laughs> Somebody gets written out; they get replaced by someone who's strangely similar and fills the exact same role in the plot. But that's that said, amazing. The plot itself is worth it. All right. So, who else has a recommendation? I have a recommendation. Go, Dylan. Um, I picked up the manga Insufficient Direction. Oh, that's the one from uh, Ano, right? Yes. Um, How is that? It's pretty good. I mean, it's uh, kind of like wacky and fast-paced so it took a little while for me to adapt to to the style um basically the idea is it's written by mayoko on anno Ano. um and it's basically a bunch of just anecdotes about her relationship with hideaki anno i'm probably mispronouncing everything um and kind of like he is the super otaku you know guy and she is a manga artist, obviously, but she's kind of like trying to pull him the other direction, and she just keeps ending up um, 
like pulled further and further into the otaku lifestyle, um, which is pretty hilarious because basically, you know, they'll take a long car ride and she'll want to listen to other music, but no, he will have like, you know, CDs and CDs of anime and tokusatsu themes. And, you know, there's, there's the recurring gag about, you know, um, you know, his weight will fluctuate because if she doesn't watch him, he'll eat a whole bunch of snacks. But then when, um, he loses weight. He gets excited because he can now fit into his common rider suit again, and uh, it's like it's funny at the same time. Like I'm so far away from being like that into like the geek or otaku lifestyle that's like some of it is lost on me. Um, so your mileage may vary. So so the entire uh, premise is Hideaki Anno is just like you and me. In that he's a huge otaku, and he also hates, uh, you know, the the rest of the uh, anime community, which is why he continues to make Evangelion. No, not really. I mean, he doesn't. I wouldn't say he hates the rest of the anime. I mean, actually, there's a ton. Like, if you go back to the the back of the book, um, that has like annotations, basically. There's a ton of different anime and manga references that I don't get. Uh, is, is, it, is it like A-N-N-O hyphen-tations? No, but... Because <laughs> it should be. No. Um, it is kind of crazy because, you know, like there's no way I would know a lot of these because they are only released in Japan. Um, what I did like is there is an interview with him about the manga at the back. And so if you read through the manga, you're like, oh, you know... She just keeps getting pulled further and further into the taco lifestyle. And then you read the interview and he's like, well, yeah, but, you know, like her, her work's really great. And, you know, like he just has all these, you know, glowing compliments about it. And then he's like, yeah, she's really added a lot of non-otaku interest to my life. And um, that was it. It was, it was also interesting because he talks about like, you know, this manga is not like a lot of the manga that are, you know, written for fans who will become one with the fantasy and, and have difficulty accepting anything else. It's like, uh, the, the quote I, I wrote down for this is instead of making you want to dwell within yourself, her manga makes you want to go outside and do something. So, yeah. <sighs> I got, I don't know. I, I just want there to be like that panel of, uh, you know, Anna reading some message board about Evangelion, flipping off the uh, computer, and then going to draw some panels for the uh, for the final film. Well, I mean, here's the thing: like, this is so there's so very little about Evangelion or really any of his work. This is more his day to day life, and it's really kind of crazy because you would think he would be tied up in you know all the different things he's working on, and that's not what she is showing here because. They're trying. To, she's trying to show not even him. It's it's not really even about him because he's a director. It's like the the otaku life um, is really the the point of the manga. Hmm. Well, I, I need to I need to read it. I really do. I need to go check it out. I saw that you had it. Like I saw it yes. downstairs. I'm like I should ask Dylan about that. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you can borrow it after I get done. I may, I may have to or do actually, that, Actually, I am done. Um, he just finished right this second. No, I just finished, like, Friday night or something? Or, I think, yeah. It's it's a really short read. I'll have to give it a, a go. Charlie, do you have a recommendation for us this week? It's not, well, yeah, it's not something I have personally experienced yet because I don't have not been able to find it online, but it was a series that was mentioned to me that just sounds so ridiculously stupid. Um, uh, it's a manga and anime series called Yakitate Japan, which is sort of a shonen series about baking bread. Okay. All right. Where did and, you hear about this? Uh, at a leatherworking class. <laughs> um, but 
the guy who was talking about it said it's basically kind of like a fighting anime, but it's about bread and like people have their special moves. And the the main character, his like superpower is called the Solar Hands, which just mean that his hands are his core body temperature, so they're warmer warmer than a normal person's hands. That that is it. That that is the superpower is he has warmer than normal hands, so that bread rises as he's kneading it. That's uh, wow. That's incredibly useful-ish. Yeah, exactly. That's and apparently the show is like. It's, I mean, thank God they got into bread making instead of you know chocolateering or something. Exactly. But um, apparently the show is very big on uh, puns and playing up um, shonen genre. Uh, the shonen genre's tendency to be melodramatic over mundane tasks. So I, I kind of want to check it out. I've not. I was hoping it was on Crunchyroll. I've not found it. Um, I've so I don't know. heard the name before, but I don't know where. Yeah, I, I never heard it before. I'm. I'm. It's one of those things that unless it's just crap, because it came out like a long time ago. The I think the manga series it says ran uh, da, 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 da. and <sighs> crap. I don't know when this was written, but it was in the early 2000s because it won an award in like 2004, and then had an anime series that aired. Well, the air date was 2004 for the anime series, so maybe it only went through 2007 or so. So I'm not sure if it's even ongoing. So it's one of those things that maybe it's crap because it's one of those things that I almost expect Basil to have brought up. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of surprised that I've not heard about it before. I mean, maybe something he's mentioned and I've just never uh, committed it to memory. Um. So that's something I need to look for. The other or thing. Maybe. I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I no, was you gotta say maybe uh, you just weren't in the right place at the right time as he was bringing it up. I don't know. That is probably very likely, um, and because it's you know 2004 and it's not come over here yet is if if that, if that is the case if it's not available uh, legally then. It's probably, you probably not, ain't getting it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, if it's if it's been ten years, you're just not getting it. Um, so maybe that's the reason he's never brought it up. Is you know, it's not really. A, it may not necessarily be appropriate for a lot of his panels because it's going to be hard to find. To you're not going to find it legally. So I I don't know it, the. And who knows if it's true or not, but there was a the write-up on Crunchyroll about it says that the manga series was licensed by Viz Media uh, for North American distribution, but didn't say when. But again, never since I'd never heard of it, I don't I don't know if it ever did get actually like released or what. But anyway, that's that's the one. The other one I, recommendation is just don't go shoe shopping. Yeah, yeah. I, they will lie to you. Yeah, and you will not if unless you're wanting to spend a lot of money, you are just going to be disappointed. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of work for pretty much no payoff, zero payoff, negative payoff. In fact, you will yes. be worse off than when you started. I you I I believe that. So. And and you and and I would love to recommend for some for anyone listening a, an alternative to shoe shopping and uh, there isn't F- bare barefootedness I guess literally almost anything else yeah um but 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 I don't know I don't know an actual like alternative that will accomplish the same goal so we're all screwed every last one of us every last one of us except for Kenyans if they go barefoot yay we're doomed so doomed so yeah okay cool um my recommendation for this week uh all but goody um normally i try and recommend stuff that's dubbed but you know sorry you're going to have to go out and buy it from right stuff um irresponsible captain tyler uh, they do have the subtitled version on halo uh, just a, just a tr- uh, tremendous show. So very 90s, so very wonderful. <laughs> uh, 
Um, very, very funny. Like, genuinely funny. Um, like, still holds up. Nice. Um, it I- is basically a slacker uh, signs up for the military because he thinks it'll be easy because, you know, they'll give him food and a place to sleep and everything else. <laughs> And, uh, you know, they say, well, you know, what if, what if war breaks out? Which, of course, it does in the first episode. And he's like, well, you know, then, you know, who knows what will happen? You know, I could rise up through the ranks. You know, as people, other people around me are getting killed. So he <laughs> has a super positive attitude about it. And, of course, he ends up becoming a captain of a spaceship and, you know, becomes embroiled in this intergalactic war. It's so good. It's so good. I really recommend it. Um <laughs> I, I keep thinking of, of Tyler as, as our friend Nathan. Like it just just like the way his his approach to everything. It just reminds me very much of Nathan. Awesome. Just very oh whatever, you know, it'll, it'll work out fine. <laughs> I can see that. Um also my other recommendation is uh do something nice for yourself this week as well as do something nice for someone else. Doesn't have to be big. That's a good recommendation. That is excellent. You're welcome. Enjoy that. Um, anybody else have anything? Nope. Are all hearts and minds clear? That yep. Too. Okay. Um, well, I guess that's it for this week. We'll be back. Um, like I said, stay tuned. We've got MTAC stuff coming up this week and next week. And then Momocon, then Hamacon. God, if, if it works out, we'll have tons and tons of content and we'll be working to get that shit out to you guys but thanks and we'll catch you next time